0: Welcome to episode 746 of Five Songs or Less. It's episode 50. Today, 750. <laughs> 050.
1: <zero>. This is <laughs> only our 50th episode. Uh d- standard episodes, yes. You know my uh numbering
0: convention on this is numbers not don't here matter. In- yeah, your convention is that numbers do not matter.
1: It's our fiftieth traditional five songs or less episode.
0: Uh, his traditional values, you know, Danny's all about them. <laughs> well, whatever episode it is, I'm glad it is the episode during which I punish Danny with Fan Club Wallet. <laughs> Danny, are you wearing a little rainbowy shirt? Oh, it's a Baby Yoda shirt. It's a Grogu yes. shirt.
1: Grogu. Okay.
0: Grogu, which is what I left behind when I was when I was going through my growth spurts, which were literally, literally growth spurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's good. Mom's all mad that there's Grogu in the shower. drain. (laughs) Damn it, Dante. Did I tell you about the time I was living in Colorado and I was in this little like fourplex and I lived above a mom and her son who was probably around 15 16 and he uh he was prone to outbursts i i believe he uh was mm-hmm. autistic and very nice kid like i would be drumming in the garage and like i would come out and he would be like outside and he'd be like he'd like oh yes uh you're very loud and i'd be like oh i'm i'm sorry and he goes <laughs> he goes but at least you like he goes. At least you have rhythm, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one time, their like the window to their shower or bathroom was open, uh-huh. um, and and like not to like see anything, but I could hear the conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was the mom going, "Austin, what the fuck? <laughs> it's everywhere." And he was just like, oh, leave me alone. <laughs> so you don't know, yeah, but yeah. I think I know. Sure, sure. Austin shooting ropes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is off to a great start. Well, I was going to say it's it's off to a better start than our Black Keys episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two episodes ago i I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss this a little bit uh try to mend some some relationships one yeah. in particular okay um <laughs> so yeah earlier today I was listening to the black Keys episode which came out uh, yesterday and I was reminded that pretty early on in our recording I had said something I had made a joke about oh my turn on tickets to ride thank you I Mm -hmm. I had said something about how Shoegaze girlfriend I believe the quote I or the phrase I used was (laughs) throw down. She was ready to throw down. Ready to throw down on the first date, and I texted you. I was like, "Oh man, I forgot I said that." But uh, no one listens to this podcast, and uh, Shoegaze girlfriend definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. So you thought. Yeah, not not an hour later, and I make a joke to her about because she said something funny, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell Danny you said that on the podcast," and she goes, "Yeah, you said I wanted to uh, have sex the first uh, the first time we met or whatever," and I was like, "Ooh, boy, someone's a secret fan." So, for the record, the first thing I'll say it was it was essentially our third date because we yeah, had didn't s- you had like. Crazy long Zoom calls, right? We had had two Zoom calls, the shortest of which was uh, four hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was, yeah, it was essentially the first time meeting in person, but we had been talking a lot. And she also clarified that she didn't say she uh, wanted to or was hoping to have sex, but sure. it was something along the lines of, like she was prepared in case it progressed to yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, and I assume that just means like doing some light stretching or something. I don't know. A couple kegels. Um, don't don't be gross. <laughs> it's my girlfriend's pelvic floor. You're talking about. <laughs> uh, anyway, it did not progress that way because uh, mm-hmm. I'm a scared little baby, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I'm in my mid thirties, and sex is still terrifying. <laughs> um oh i we got ben uh, jumping on the bed he is uh-huh. uh he is needing the blanket what a guy he's going he's been doing that a lot lately yeah I, I think he's just still really glad to have me back after i was gone yeah. for two weeks um, would you
1: say he's being
0: needy, needy. um uh-uh. <laughs> okay cool <laughs> um I'm going to go grab something, but why don't you start talking about what you received in the mail today?
1: Today, in the mail, I finally got my reissues of two Propaganda albums. The... Oh, let me grab them right here so you can, you know, hear me holding them. Uh, I've got the... Remixed, remastered version of Propaganda's Today's Empires, Tomorrow's Ashes. And I've got the 25th anniversary pressing of Propaganda's Let's Talk More Rock. And I also got the, uh, what are those things called? Like a like a slip mat that you put on your, your record player that's got the Propaganda A logo. And it's got the animal-friendly, anti-fascist, gay, positive, pro-feminist thing around the Around the circle, got one of those. I'm very excited about them. I, I ordered them a f- few days before my birthday in October, and uh, today is January twentieth, twenty twenty two. They finally arrived. Very excited. Posted about it on the five songs Are less Instagram. Just just trying to get them to interact with me even more than they already have. Did
0: you send them a direct message? With, with <laughs> I did not the send them a DM.
1: But I did tag them, and I tagged Fat Wreck. I don't give two shits about Fat Records anymore. But you know, they also they reissued this stuff, so that's cool. Thanks,
0: guys. Thanks, Fat Mike. Okay, I don't give two shits about them. They're pretty (laughs) cool. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) They're pretty cool, though. (laughs) Um, your turn. Um. I don't know. It's, you know, it'll be up for the listeners to decide, but I also received a couple things in the mail today. Ooh. And let's maybe we'll we'll have our first ever five songs or less poll. Whose whose packages were more exciting? Mm-hmm. So, Danny, here is my first package. Ooh.
1: Silicone oven
0: mitts. Nice. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I had an oven mitt and like one of those little, like, just cloth mm-hmm. things you like fold over and, uh, those got incredibly gross. Yeah. And I yeah. finally threw those out. And so for the past couple of weeks, I've just been using like a folded over <laughs> dish towel. Ben's tail. <laughs> yeah. Just my teeth. Teeth can't burn. <laughs> yeah. Teeth yeah. can't burn. You just got to <laughs> pull those lips back get whatever you need <laughs> um, so we are we're doing a an audio unboxing yeah wow isn't this exciting they are uh, I believe the color is lame gray <laughs> because I'm I'm too too boring to get like the bright red uh-huh so it's got it's got two of these guys I guess you you put your pot on that yeah you put your hot pot on the <laughs> hot pot pad. And then, uh oh, look at this, eh?
1: Wow, that's hefty.
0: And uh, I, I don't know what this is exactly, but it's <laughs> it's kind of gross. <laughs> you use that next time. girlfriend comes off And and now, what would you suggest we use it for, Danny? Uh, when you're cooking. Oh, okay. Oh, because I can't cook by myself. <laughs> It's true. That's pretty true. It's, it's probably for the best. I like this because it goes like almost to the elbow. <laughs> this oven, it's a deep oven mitt. It's a
1: deep oven mitt. Burned
0: yeah. burn to the very top of my <laughs> forearms too much. But okay, so that's the first package. Cool. It's a good package. Good package. Is it as cool as a bunch of Propaganda Vindal? Who's to say? Who is to say? Uh, maybe, maybe Chris from Propaganda, if he's listening. Ooh. He'd probably go with the oven mitts. (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty practical. He'd be like, I don't know the vinyl. It's probably a waste of money. Think about your family. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then the other thing I got for the Uh second year in a row. Oh, Uh is it a vinyl? Is it a vinyl? Is it a vinyl? No. It's a calendar. It's a National Parks calendar.
1: That's pretty nice. That's practical, at least.
0: I guess, though, I will say I have have another wall calendar in my apartment. It's all, Mm -hmm. uh, it's like black and white portraits of like nice like portraits yeah 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 of goats (laughs) uh january the goat is uh isabella oh hey Izzy, really like this and it kind of sparked my this newfound obsession i have with goats i'm following a lot of like farm sanctuary instagrams and some some goat content so i love me some goat content man you sent me Oh, I did. I did. Something. What did you send me? I already forgot. I sent you a goat laying down on a trampoline with a cat. Yeah, that's right. That was good. Uh, on Twitter today or yesterday, I there was like a two-minute video of maybe a couple dozen like little goats, which I believe are called kids, um, uh-huh. which is kind of, that's not super clever. But no, no, that's not. They were all in pajamas. Oh, well, pajama goats. They were all happily running through a barn and there was one quick clip uh, in this two minute long video of a mm-hmm. black cat kind of walking through being like, what the heck is going on? But tried to do like a side rub on a goat, but the goats were too energetic and the cat was like, ah, forget it. I'm out of here. Um, but yeah, goats, goats plus cats. Good stuff. Yeah. Danny, there is, there must be a goat out in the living room. <laughs> There's a couple your of kids out there. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that was uh, better. Why did yeah. I think of that? Um, <laughs> what's going on out there?
1: Kids, uh, grandma's over hanging out mm. with the kids today wow. and, uh, they are playing Star Wars Operation.
0: Oh, like, is there the, bzz, the super stressful, anxiety yeah. inducing, bzz. yep, yep. Whom is the patient? Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, I know who he is. He sounds like that. What was I listening? To? I was listening to something and they were talking about how if there was a, uh, a Wookiee spin off of Star Wars uh-huh. and there was like um, voiceover narration, but it was all just in that like crazy Wookiee language that we can't understand. Uh, I'd, I'd
1: like you to know that that technically does exist. Oh, God. The Star Wars holiday special. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar.
1: Yeah. The, the, the good first half of it is mostly in Wookiee speak
0: with no subtitles. So you just kind of have to yeah. piece yeah. together what's going on through actions and gestures yeah. and yeah, exactly. Interesting. I don't know. The, I guess I've never watched it. I've been warned not to. I think people only watch it to experience how bad it is, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. There's a there's a riff tracks version that is quite, quite good, makes it almost tolerable.
0: Maybe maybe we should just rip off them and do our own much worse version of that stuff.
1: We could. We could. It could be uh, just a audio of us watching the Star Wars. <laughs> Audio of us watching the Rift Tracks version of the Star Wars Holiday Special, and uh, just us laughing,
0: okay. uh, like we do with this podcast. Just going like, "Oh, that was a good joke." Yeah, yeah, pretty good joke. <laughs> They're so good that's, at jokes. That's good. <laughs> Danny, are you a hmm. a calendar or even a planner type of person?
1: No, not really. when When we were in the office, I would usually have a calendar on my wall but now that i'm working from home i'm i'm just not a calendar i've got a computer and i've got a a smartphone why do i need a
0: a calendar yeah i mean you can certainly get by without it i do think it's somewhat convenient like especially like for my work if i'm on the phone with someone if i'm trying to schedule something Mm -hmm. to then just be able to look and have it right there in front of me it it is kind of nice but yeah
1: it's strictly an aesthetic thing though like it like the one I had uh I had like a cats on amps calendar I, I really sure. went to that one. I had a you know a couple Star Wars calendars, things like that. I and went they out just they the, were just there for the picture
0: well, I went out to to your garage when I was over there and you had that the one that it looks like you had to be a subscriber to get the calendar from jugs <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey man, that's your domain. You do what you want in that garage. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you go in our garage at all? I did not. I that's, I peeked the, the first night we got there, I believe you were doing some laundry uh mm-hmm. of the sheets I would soon soil and yep. Uh I so I peek kind of peeked in um but Saw no, the giant mess. I don't recall it being that messy. No, yeah, it's gotten a lot messier since you've been here. Mm-hmm. Well, it's cuz Keep looking at that jugs calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu everywhere. <clears throat> um, Danny, word on the street is you are going to surprise me with an overrated, underrated favorite, least favorite. I, I just did a magic trick.
1: <laughs> what did you do? A little sleight of hand. I had a guitar pick in my hand and I made it disappear wow in, and in, it is gone forever into my sleeve
0: oh very cool i think
1: oh yep yeah. hey yeah hey, that.
0: that's pretty good
1: <laughs> matt pinfield's sleight of hand
0: <laughs> my my pop
1: screen is slowly sinking yeah it's with the level of my desk let's adjust that a little bit and see how long that stays there okay Overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite, late night talk show hosts. Oh yeah. I I know you've got answers. I know you've got opinions.
0: Okay, let me fill this out real quick. I I gave myself a little template. Oh nice. Meaning I just wrote O U F L Sure, yeah. Why
1: why would you do more?
0: Um boy. Okay. I'm I'm having trouble with one. Which of the uh, white men Mm -hmm. do I want to put an underrated? The underrated one is where I'm struggling. Uh, Did you do this as well? I didn't. I could
1: answer the, the, I could have answers for it. I could also say the late night talk show host format. Because there are shows that do not, follow the traditional, you know, monologue guests, musical guest mm-hmm. format,
0: right? I mean there's normally a comedy bit between monologue and first guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what who's to say?
1: Yeah. But I would lump say, and maybe maybe you'll yell at me and tell me I'm I'm wrong, but
0: mm-hmm. um Hassan Minaj, his show that he had on Netflix. I think I watched like one or two of those and did not like it. Oh, um, you're wrong, Dante. Oh, I did like it? <laughs> you did. Oh, I didn't need to go back and finish it then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't. Like, it, it's tough because even though most people watch those shows, you know, on YouTube or, or Hulu or whatever the next day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There, There is still something to it being like on TV late at night that kind of sure. gives it that late night feel. And and I'll say this. So I grew up a pretty big fan. I would say right around like sixth or seventh grade, I got really big into Conan's um, late night. Mm-hmm. And I would often stay up way later than I was supposed to to watch that because he, <laughs> he didn't come on until 1230. 1230, yeah, yeah. And my mom would sometimes hear me, like, laughing, like, Mm. having, like, belly laughs. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she knew I was up way too late, but didn't want to tell me to turn it off because she knew, like, I was so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she just kind of let that go. Um, what a mom. Good mom. Yeah. Anyway, so that brings me to my overrated.
1: Okay. Conan
0: O'Brien. Conan (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien. i don't I don't know what it was. I don't know if I grew out of Conan if Conan got worse, but I think wait maybe, are you serious? Yeah like if if I if this was 15, 20 years ago, it would have been a different answer, but i gotta I gotta answer for who I am now. Wow. wow I first of all, I think Conan's kind of a dick. I've I've tried listening to his podcast. Mm-hmm. He just kind of rubs me the wrong way. His personality, hmm. and it's it's he's such like a crazy type A psychopath that a lot of the like oh I'm the tall like dorky redhead mm-hmm. pale host mm-hmm. is like is such a put on, and also he goes to that well so often. Uh, I don't think he's a good interviewer. Um, hmm. And I know you don't watch the those shows for the the oh, what how interesting is the interview gonna be? That's not what you're watching for necessarily, but like you know, they all have the blue cards and they all have like some mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part like um pre-agreed upon questions. But guys like like Letterman, they had an actual like, kind of, like, natural flow and could actually have a conversation without, like, looking at the card every mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. Conan had been doing this for, you know, 30 years, and still at the very end of his run, he would still be like, so, uh, and he looks at the card, so uh, I hear your family had quite the interesting outing or whatever, <laughs> and it's just yeah. like... Yeah. He, he n- never got, like, natural and comfortable with it, and and I just think his humor... I don't know. I like I said I maybe grew out of it, mm-hmm. and he, I don't know what to tell you. But know, hmm. Brian. overrated. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Good. Also,
0: when, also after the whole, uh, you know, when he was on the Tonight Show for nine yeah. months and kind of yeah. became a martyr, I was like, all right, it's like he's fine. Sure. Sure. And he, I, I feel like he kind of. Uh, Really milked that for a lot, <laughs> including forty-five million dollars from NBC.
1: Speaking of the Tonight Show, my
0: overrated is Jay Leno. That guy sucks. Yeah, just not not and very. He's, funny. he's not funny. Also, very, um, very stiff, very mechanical. Mm-hmm. Loved the, um, the like the tradition and the. How important in quotes the Tonight Show was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't do anything interesting or different ever. Yeah. So full credit to Conan for like being a, a breath of fresh air, both late mm-hmm. night and bringing that briefly to the Tonight Show. Yeah, I, I agree. Leno stinky.
1: Yeah, Leno sucks, and he. I I feel like uh, so many of his jokes were just in bad faith and just not actually funny, and he took. What was a funny and good show and made it for boomers? Over underrated, buddy. Underrated. Underrated. Uh, so I literally just
0: changed this. Oh, nice. <laughs> underrated, and I will say, spoiler: my current favorite, Seth Meyers. I. I've liked Seth Meyers for a long time. I thought he was always a good talk show guest. Uh, He was always, uh, you know, new to bring good stories, interesting stuff when he was on Letterman. I I liked him on Weekend Update. I get people might say he's, you know, kind of plain or whatever, but I think he's a good comedy writer. I think he's a good comedy mind. I think he... I think you can tell he enjoys the job in, like and appreciates it in a way that, like, I feel like Leno was always... It was always work. hmm mm-hmm. And, I mean, Seth Meyers, I think, works very, very hard, but you can tell he also really enjoys it. He he laughs very naturally. I appreciate it when people are good laughers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's... I'll, I'll say this. Colbert is nowhere on my list, and Colbert used to be, like, one of my heroes when he was doing the Colbert Report on Comedy mm-hmm, Central. hmm And then... I like the way Myers has handled Trump and everything about that, and this whole just excruciating era of politics and mm-hmm. um, you know social struggles and everything. I've I've liked the way Myers has handled it a lot more than Colbert. Colbert, mm. it it's not for boomers, but it seems like it's a little more like on the nose and and preachy and like mm, drump and that sort of shit. It is boomer friendly. Yeah. More so than Myers. Not that Myers I, is like edgy or punk, but. Yeah. I honestly haven't. We don't ever watch Seth Myers.
1: Like every once in a while, if he's interviewed someone, I think we watched his interview with Taylor Swift. And uh, But I think that's kind of it. We don't watch him very often. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't actually seen his response to any of the, any of that shit. So.
0: Well, that's why he's
1: underrated. Yeah. Yeah. My underrated, uh, apparently between the two of us, my underrated is Conan O'Brien, you piece of shit.
0: Who's underrating him? You are. Oh, so he's under, just, this is a personal. <laughs> this is a,
1: a, a, a Wh- personal. Do you,
0: I, I feel I personally attacked. I overrated Leno. I underrated Conan. <laughs> and then you're going to name my favorite and my least favorite? Huh.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I also really like Amber Ruffin. I know she doesn't have the traditional talk show. Like she doesn't have people on. But the format is similar. She's basically doing different monologues over and over. But I think she's very funny. I think she's still kind of finding her, her sense of comfortability, if that's even a word. But her videos are always great. Always very informative and also very funny she kind of takes what john oliver does and i think she she does it better than john oliver does. John Oliver got to a point for us where it just didn't it wasn't as fun to watch anymore because he's talking about these terrible things and trying to, you know, put some some humor to it and stuff like that, but it just got to a point where it was exhausting. And I even felt this way about Colbert for a while too, where I just couldn't during the the election cycle before Trump got elected, I couldn't watch Colbert's uh, monologues because I, I was just too stressed out for that entire, you know, two years or year or however fucking long that was. It felt like a lifetime, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's kind of how we got with, which on Oliver and I feel like Amber Ruffin, Is picking up and making what make picking up like what
0: John Oliver started and was doing and making it so much better. So is I've never seen her show, by the way.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Before she had her own show, she was on Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers. Mm -hmm. Never seen her show. So like, is she tackling like less depressing topics? No, 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 not at all. So, so I guess what does she? how, How does she make it less? I don't, uh, depressing.
1: <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about the way she presents the information. I don't know if it's the joke she's using or the fact that she has um, what is it? You know, what is like Andy Richter, the MC or whatever? He's basically a sidekick. Sidekick. She, she's got a sidekick. And so there's that kind of back and forth. She does like skits and stuff like that. So there's, there's that. She'll do like, you know, fake commercials and things. So it's kind of a blend between a traditional late night show without the guests and the, those like hard
0: hitting political topics that John Oliver uses. So I, I'm seeing here that it's on Peacock, but does it not air on NBC?
1: I don't think it does. I think it's a Peacock exclusive. So we usually just watch it on YouTube and uh, I've, will watch her, the extremely shortened versions on TikTok as well. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you are living the dystopia. Eh, whatever. My favorite late night talk show host. Uh, it's probably a pretty chalky answer, but it's true to my heart. It's David Letterman. That guy's just the best. He, he Kind of like how Conan did in, you know, the mid to late 90s when he was really coming into his own and and making things, you know, weirder and a little a little meta or turning things a little on their head. Letterman was doing that 15 years before, starting in the early 80s. Brought, I, th- I thought, just the right amount of irreverence to something that had been pretty buttoned up and... Sammy for decades. Sure, wasn't afraid to to basically let the world know that he thought his guest was just a boring zero. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't tell the guest this, uh-huh. yeah. uh, but you could tell at home. Um, and and he would just have fun. He would go off script, and and I, I just thought he was I thought he was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and his his Netflix show, which um, I. I want there to be more of more often. Yeah. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, My next guest. Yeah. Believe. My next guest um, is
1: or something like that. Yeah.
0: I, I really, really enjoyed that. I haven't watched them all because, you know, some guests I'm just not all that interested in, but mm-hmm. I've watched them. Um, yeah. A few of them. I don't think we watched them all either. Didn't ask. Um, but
1: I yeah, I don't. I think we watched the one with Lizzo. That's the only one I remember, but we watched that one. Do you want me to pull it up to on my Netflix? History? Let's
0: get, let's get watch together going. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he's, he's not the OG, but he's the OG to me, David Letterman. Uh, sure. 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 Okay. Uh,
1: f- favorite for me is Stephen Colbert. I love him. I think he's great. I agree with everything you said about him being kind of on the nose and a little preachy sometimes, but he's also speaking my language. And I love him. Every time I see him guesting on something else, I get so happy and so excited. Uh, I loved him as Colbert Rapport. It was fucking great. I loved him on Stranger with the Candy.
0: I just love him as a person. I want to give him a hug. Can't fault you for that. I think his talk show is just fine. Um, But I didn't like it
1: at first. When he took over, I didn't like it at first. It took him a while to get his footing but once he got there, and once the election cycle was over, uh, and I we started watching, we watch every week. Well, we watch it on YouTube. I, I love it. It's great. He's gotten a lot better. He's found his the way he wants to do things, and yeah, it's good.
0: All that being said, I I, I think it's just fine. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, my, my, what I wanted to say was if we're talking like. Longevity of a career, Mm -hmm, okay. mm -hmm. He's he's got a pretty good longevity, Mm -hmm. but his his peak, when he was just like on a you know eight year hot streak with the Colbert Report, yeah. Um, you know, first during the uh, George W. Bush administration. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that like, if if I could just pick like the best work a late night show host has done, Mm -hmm. that might be the pinnacle. Yeah, agreed. Um, that that was amazing. So, yep, I, I still like Colbert a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Just this iteration, less so. Sure, sure, makes sense. All right, least favorite. Ooh, buddy, this was the first one I wrote down. Yeah, when this you... is the the new the one I knew you were gonna say even before you said it. Oh, this fucking just talentless, nothing, zero hack. Fucking normie piece <laughs> of shit. How did he get a fucking job? Not even this one, just any of them. How did he do it? Just fucking like idiot charmed himself into like the luckiest career in show business. Fuck you. Least favorite, Jimmy Fallon. Who's your least favorite? Uh, Probably Jimmy Fallon. Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, Dante, you ready to start talking about Fan Club Wallet? Yes, sir. Where the heck did you find Fan Club Wallet?
0: I found them in... Not in. I found them thanks to my girlfriend. Oh,
1: okay. okay. The
0: shoegaze one, to be exact. Oh, that's good. That one. She listens to a lot of... She, she rightfully thinks uh, all men are shit. Sure. And so she listens to a lot of female artists, mm-hmm. um, some in the kind of singer-songwriter mold, and a lot in that kind of like lighter indie rock. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, you know, like this year, it's it's been a lot of uh, snail mail. Mm-hmm. She likes mm-hmm. uh, Big Thief a lot. Uh, okay. Um, have you listened to them, by the way? Because they might be a, on the list. A smidge. Just a, a smidge. smidge. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and and I like some of that stuff. I'll say like, I like Big Thief, um, but some of that stuff doesn't always grab me. It's, uh-huh. for lack of a better word, I find it a little boring, but Fan Club Wallet really stood out. We'll get to the song that kind of hooked me first. Okay. Okay. But it, it just sounded very, you know different than the other stuff that we were hearing on playlists and stuff during during car rides or whatever. Yeah. Fan Club Wallet. Uh the 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 band name I guess of Hannah Judge. Mm-hmm. From Canada.
1: Oh, Canada.
0: Um, so, yeah, she's Canadian, so, like, legally, you can't rate her anything less than a 3.0. Okay, okay. Um, but, you know, if you did, like, she would totally understand and, like, politely apologize for not meeting your standards. <laughs> sure, sure. But, you know, I, I got to say, before I, I kind of hand the reins over to you, mm-hmm. this is uh, an artist I am kind of the least interested in or the the least excited... To uh, to analyze as much as you can call what we do, <laughs> analyzing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just because I find it to be, it's not easy listening music, but it's easy listening. It's easy to listen to, yes. Yes. Yeah. And so I don't want to be like, ooh, and then what did she do there? And then sure, she, oh, sure, sure. and she added the ninth, ooh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't the kind of music to do that to, just... Just like the go team also like it's not I mean, you could sit and analyze what she's doing and what the go team is doing. But
0: no, I couldn't. I'm
1: not saying you could. I know you can't Dante, but, you know, someone much smarter than us. But yeah, it's 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 easy to listen to it. It's not it's not the kind of band where we're going to be doing timestamps of listening to sick riffs. Well, I do have some timestamps.
0: I do yeah, have some timestamps. There's some I don't know if it's a riff, if it's on like a, a like uk- a, a a Casio keyboard app on your iPhone. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I had never heard of FanClub Wallet before. I
1: had no idea what to expect. Uh, started playing it and was instantly taken back to like Juno soundtrack era Casio tone for the painfully alone. Kimya Dawson, all-time quarterback, like these like lo-fi artists that I used to listen to quite a bit back in whatever days that I listened to them, mid-2000s, I don't know. And that shit is so much fun, man. It's because it's so easy to listen to and it's just happy and fun. Unlike this podcast. Unlike this podcast, which is boring and stupid.
0: How do you feel about uh, both the genre and the genre title of bedroom pop? I like it.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's good. Because it's always... I feel it's always very honest, bedroom pop. It's always very honest. It's always very kind of raw and lo-fi. And I like that. Like, I like snail mail. I don't... I guess that falls into bedroom pop, too. But I, I really like what I've heard of Snail Mail. Um, I like this a lot.
0: But like all those bands you mentioned Uh from the like early aughts, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily, I I agree there's overlap, but would Mm -hmm. you say like, you know, Kimya Dawson, Cassio Tone for The Painfully Alone, that's not necessarily bedroom pop in my ears.
1: Yeah. The only one that I have in my notes that I would consider bedroom pop is all-time quarterback. But yeah, Cassio Tone, they're not, really bedroom pop it's definitely like lo-fi pop or I don't fucking mm-hmm. know but it all has the same the same energy to me and I I think it's the lo-fi thing that that kind of ties them all together in my head anyway
0: that's that's fair you know one thing I was wondering about fan club wallet and hannah judge is Am I tricked by the lo-fi sound of it? Am I tricked mm-hmm. by the genre title and kind of the whole aesthetic? And, and even like going on her social media, like there's a lot of pictures of her with a guitar in her bedroom. Uh-huh. But like the songs sounds so good, even though they do sound lo-fi, I, I'm like, is this highly produced lo-fi or is this produced in your bedroom lo-fi? I, I think it's
1: just so much easier to make a recording that sounds decent now Mm -hmm. than it was in the the 90s or, you know, the early 2000s even.
0: because Or the mid-90s or the mid-2000s.
1: What about the 80s?
0: Late 80s? Late 80s was actually super easy. There was like a two-year stretch where like everything Uh everyone recorded was pure gold. Okay, okay. But yeah, then it got pretty tough. Yeah, yeah.
1: Compared to now. Compared to now. But, I mean, you can make a pretty decent sounding recording with just your phone. No,
0: I can't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I found a new bit. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, Musicians can make a pretty decent recording with just even just their phone, Dante. Even just their phone. You could even give it a shot if you wanted to.
0: So I I just need my phone? Mm Mm-hmm no instruments? Nope. <laughs> Do I have to download some app that does the like old school uh, dial or like button tone for depending on what number? Like I used to know how to play like Mary had a little lamb on a <laughs> sure. phone, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, okay, I'll try it. Okay, okay. I mean follow follow our socials for that release. <laughs> anyway.
1: But yeah, it, it's I guess it's better sounding lo-fi than stuff that was made on a four track or whatever, but, but yeah, it's just so much easier to make a more decent sounding lo-fi recording.
0: Makes sense. And everything on this playlist was released in 2020 or 2021. Yeah. Uh, So a lot of this is pandemic art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Even some of the videos I was watching, there's a bunch of people wearing masks because,
0: because that's, that's just the society we live in now, man yeah oh, especially up in communist canada <laughs> yeah yeah there those liberal freaks like Doug ford <laughs> come on think oh, of another butt. think of another one i don't know his name but the, the, there was a guy who uh i don't he wasn't elected for anything but he was he was running for maybe like the, the premier of a province mm-hmm. um oh i see we got ben going undercovers. oh oh it's like, oh, they're getting political. I'm going under here. Hold on. Let me. I got to put a blanket
1: on him. He's just under the sheet. Oh, what a nice cat owner Dante is.
0: All right. Flatten out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- yeah, there was a, a guy running for some office in Canada. And like a big part of his platform apparently was, and I'm sorry, listeners, to say this, <laughs> semen retention. What? He was, like, big into, like, you have to, like, hold on to your seed to, you know, stay vibrant or powerful or clear-headed or whatever. I don't oh remember. God. But, like, this was a politician. That's. Uh, or at least an attempted politician. Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, bro, retain this semen. And then I <laughs> dropped the mic and walked out of that. uh Do they call them town halls up there? Yeah, yeah. It was probably like a town rink. <laughs> town rink, yeah. Sweet. You want to talk about the first song? I would love for you to talk about it. Okay. The first song uh off of 2020's uh single that contained the song. <laughs> it's Interstate. Interstate.
1: I got two timestamps and Dante the I mean this applies to every single song but uh I totally and completely love her voice. It's so good. It's it's <laughs> Is there any is she, no one else should be allowed to sing any other way.
0: And she she has a lot of like good delivery where yes. she'll she'll do something like I don't say weird but like she'll do a very specific thing with her voice mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I actually will, we'll get to it, but she reminds me of another, uh, famous singing Canuck on this song. Chris
1: Hannah from propaganda. Oh shit. How do you know?
0: <laughs> All right. What's your first time? <laughs> st- My first time. Right, See, st- I'm 25 seconds. Let me, un- Oh, mine's
1: 26. Nice. Oh, we got a, Oh, it's hi, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, your band is good, dude. Yeah, Dante sent me a know. video of your your band playing, and your band is good. Record so I can hear more of it.
0: What What were they called? Uh, thumb, thumb, something. Thumb Mountain. What was their picture? Was Naomi, or is that just nah. the person that that posted
1: it? Yeah, picture Naomi. Indy so, yeah. All thumb, work.
0: thumb, mountain, thumb, wallet. <laughs> Oh, let's see. What does he say? Oh, get out of my thumb wallet. <laughs>
1: he says, uh, thank you for not liking Rise Against. I don't feel alone. When did we talk about Rise Against? We've talked about him a couple times. We talked about them on a Propaganda episode because I got people like telling me uh, that they were, you know, true punks or whatever. Uh, but we talked about them on... The whatever, what episode did we just release? Black Keys, because we were talking about me reading a book and how I want to read Sellout, which talks about rising.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Jeez, Louise, you got so excited there for a second. (laughs) People were saying that Rise Against is good, but you know, Uh, I came up with what I thought was a pretty good bass riff uh, last night, uh, but now I don't remember it. Oh. I I recorded it onto my phone Uh um, but I didn't listen back to it and so I don't even know if it would pick it up because I don't know I guess it'll pick it up anyway so anyway uh, 25 seconds
1: right 25 seconds god damn it Modest Mouse bends.
0: That was uh, my only note for that part as well. Really? <laughs> modest Mouse guitar. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it totally is. It's and she, like I would imagine, she's uh, very aware of that. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. I don't know. M- maybe I've I, you know, as a ma- mo- <laughs> as a modest mouse fan, maybe I'm I'm blind to the millions of other bands or artists that do similar sure guitar work but it was just so undeniable to me that that was Modest Mouse yeah but in a great way not like in a ripoff way but because I have not heard that from I can't think of any other band that Mm -hmm. has been inspired that way by Modest Mouse that does it that well yeah yeah for sure do you have anything at 50 ish seconds no
1: I don't have anything else until two minutes and 13 seconds
0: okay I, I got two in the meantime then Uh, So this is at 52 seconds. Mm -hmm. Talked about how great her voice is. want to talk about the delivery of this part and who it reminded me of. And I hope this is not offensive uh, to either her, Hannah, or the other person. Well, it shouldn't be uh, offensive to the other person. Okay. But here it is.
2: Hope you are safe out there.
0: The way she says, like, the way she like spikes on you. hmm And and there's a, some other qualities of her voice. Reminded me of Alanis Morissette. Hmm. Fellow Canadian. Fellow Canadian. Hmm. We're gonna go, we're gonna listen to mm-hmm. that one more time. Sure, sure, sure.
2: Hope you are safe out there. But I can't be sure. sure. And then
0: she gets a little a little breathy at the end. Yeah. Whether or not it sounds like Alanis Morissette, it sounds good. Yeah, I agree and then I think our listeners deserve a chorus that that's my that's my last timestamp stamp is a chorus um okay you play your chorus
1: because it ends differently and I, I like the end of it
0: I got nothing but time.
2: I got nothing but words to say now I kind of think
0: It's a great chorus. It's a
1: great fucking chorus, man. I, I, I love at the end, uh, it, her voice gets higher and then it gets kind of echoey at the end there. And oh, no one else should ever sing again. She's just, just <laughs> stop everyone else. Jesus. Dante was really um, committing to a bit that
0: entire time. <laughs> I was that time Sam, but it was very no. funny. Uh well, it's a shame that this isn't a video podcast. Yeah. Also, I would never do a video podcast. This wasn't my initial opener for the playlist. Um, the next song actually was. Oh. I don't even really have a good reason for why I changed it. And to be honest, I kind of felt like, except for the third song, I felt like they were all kind of interchangeable and all could have been the opener. Hmm. okay. Um, though I, I guess there's kind of reasons I didn't put the third song in, And the reason reasons I didn't put the last Or a reason I didn't put the last song yeah, as the yeah, first yeah. You, you said you didn't really know what to expect mm-hmm. um, You obviously liked the song mm-hmm. uh, well Point enough it. Surprised by what you heard um, Yeah, th- thrown off What were your first impressions? Uh,
1: definitely surprised Even after like Because it took it took Dante Like two weeks To give me this Goddamn playlist. So I finally I finally looked up Fan Club Wallet on, on uh, Apple Music just to see what some album art looked like or whatever and you know there's album art pictures and, and whatnot and I did not expect bedroom pop. Even by the album art and the, like the pictures of the video and stuff like that. What'd you expect? Maybe some like just like indie rock or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um some yeah, something a little more rockin. I guess I don't know, but I honestly much much prefer this this kind of thing to most indie rock these days. So,
0: what wh- who's big in today's indie rock? I don't know. I Isn't know.
1: Headrest like a big indie rock?
0: Oh god, yeah. <sighs> that's or like that's gonna show what does us in. No, I, I think you're thinking about indie rock from 10 plus years ago. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Seat Headrest, but I don't think the National are still, I don't know. They're still making music. Who, who's playing at Coachella? I don't know. The National?
1: Are they? Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, there's not very many like indie artists that are playing at Coachella. That's true. Um Who's who's playing it when we were young?
0: You you, you have to wear a mask, and you can't be playing a guitar, I guess. (laughs) All right. uh, Danny, the next song, as with most of these, is off the Hurt is Boring EP, Mm -hmm. uh, though was released previously as a single. Uh, The EP was released in 2021. And this is far and away their most listened to song. Hmm. Uh, at least on Spotify, it's, a I think, around four and a half million. Wow. And the next song, it might be like 700,000 and then like 500,000, 200,000, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but first song of theirs I heard, um, thanks to Shoe Gay's girlfriend, mm-hmm. it is Car Crash in G Major. <laughs>
1: music. Is is the recording of the single versus the EP
0: the same or is it a new recording? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know that I've listened to both on Spotify because I would have just taken the one that was like top of the rankings mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. and clicked the add to playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's actually the one from the single yeah which is two minutes and 12 seconds i'm gonna play this
1: one real real quick just to hear at the beginning at least if it's different
0: i'm pretty sure it's the oh, same. yeah there's a little more hiss they upped the bedroom they, hiss. they
1: upped the bedroom hiss
0: it's the same length no, it, but it's still 212 yeah I'm sure yeah. The f- She if She's recording in a bedroom You think she's gonna do it fucking twice She already like <laughs> she, she fucking nailed it What she do you want it.
1: Come on Come on So this one on the, uh, Of all the songs on the playlist This one has the most Juno soundtrack energy Especially at 28 seconds I was driving when the airbag popped And it to me
2: When the shrapnel hit and cut out part of me You were lying when
1: the cop asked you about me Juno soundtrack energy, not a dig at all I love it, it's great, it makes me happy And I just want to listen to it and, and kind of like
0: Vibe out See, it, it's tough for me because even though I was a uh, owner of the Juno soundtrack mm-hmm. on vinyl, As we all were. Yeah, ugh, I kind of hold some negative connotations with that mm-hmm. that comparison because, like, I look back at that and I go, "Oh boy, we were." I was really trying to be more sensitive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. emo than I was, and I learned. Oh no, I'm like kind of cold and emotionless, and that's mm-hmm. why I listen to Atmospheric Black <laughs> <laughs> So So, yeah, when you say it's very Juno soundtracky, I want to be like, no, 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 it's way fucking better than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if, if you like the Juno soundtrack still, like, I can't imagine listening to, like, a fucking Kimya Dawson song at this point yeah, in I, my life. It's, it's not something that I like, listen to
1: or have really thought to listen to in a long time, except maybe, like, The Kinks or something like that. But it's not like a, a bad nostalgia or, or anything like that. It's it's a good feeling.
0: It's like a warm feeling. Juno soundtrack energy. I'm just realizing because mm-hmm. when you when you said not a bad nostalgia, first of all, I like that you said nostalgia, not nostalgia. No offense, but Hannah would probably say nostalgia. Mm. She would probably say the thing that I just ate a bunch of before we hopped on the Zoom was pasta. Uh Some, uh, I've
1: got some Java nostalgia. (laughs) I'm
0: so bad at What?
1: (laughs) Java? Java? What did you say? Like coffee? Yeah, like Java joint. Every time the the Blink-155 guys would, would, or Josiah would talk about the Java joint, it would irk me, because he says Java. Or when, when they would talk about against me, and they would say against me. Against, yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Oh, yeah. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. (laughs) Damn it. I don't know that I have any type of nostalgia besides bad nostalgia. Really? Like, I don't get that warm. I can't. I'm trying to think of something that would give me like a warm, oh, those were the days type of feeling. I mostly have, oh, I let that go to waste. Oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy that like I should have. Mm -hmm. I have regrets. (laughs) But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about, <laughs> is it? mm Even the first... I remember when this song came on, uh, Shoegaze Girlfriend's phone, my car, mm-hmm. what a combination. <laughs> um, I, I noticed immediately on the display the the song title. And, like, can a song title be jarring? I don't know. But uh, sure. I don't know if that's an appropriate thing to say, but it... It, it struck me. Like, it got my attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this song called? And then, so, like, immediately I'm tuned into the lyrics, which um, I normally am not and don't want to be. And I was, like, I was hooked. I was hooked the by the lyrics because um, they're dark and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm trying to figure out, like, lied to the cops about what? Like, what does that mean? And, and like, trying to piece these things together. And so it, it was very backwards for me in in terms of how I usually hear songs. I usually, like, get the overall feeling of the song, mm. the melody, mm. the hook, whatever. And then maybe at some point years down the road when I have to discuss <laughs> it for a podcast, yeah. I notice what the lyrics are.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: And, and this was the reverse. But, yeah, it's, it's sort of... I don't know. To I find it sort of haunting. It is. It's absolutely haunting.
1: That's a that's a good way to describe it. It's it's hauntingly
0: cute. Sure. Did you did you see any of this? Uh, I did watch that video. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Was, I watched Ned, a, Ned. quite a few videos. i I'm, I'm really bummed that I didn't. I was editing the Martha episode today, and I had talked about one of the videos for the last song we talked about and realized, but yeah, they have videos for like almost all their songs, like four out of the five songs I gave you had videos and I didn't send them to you because I'm a bad co-host. But yeah, I watched a bunch of videos and they were all very fun and, and
0: adorable. And I don't know. Remember having fun. See again, only negative nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, now I'm super self-conscious about how I'm saying that word.
1: Nostalgia. Nostalgia.
0: Yeah, I wish I never would have like mentioned it (laughs) because now I'm thinking about Uh it. uh Um, I want to play, uh, one oh five
1: Horns. Yeah. I, I said, uh, I had 110 as my timestamp. I said, fun, weird lead is fun and weird. Yeah. Aren't, aren't you glad I, I said
0: that out loud? You, you were like a, uh, a shitty indie online comic from 2011. <laughs> sure, yes. Uh, which uh, is something you also sent me uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, I'm uh, really excited.
1: I Can't tell if he's serious or not, folks. I'm not. Cool. I've got one more time stamp at 154. Just the end of the song there. If you ever listen to the band Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yeltsin? No. Hmm. Maybe I'll give them to you someday. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, uh th- that reminds me a lot of that band, which is great because I love that band, at least the first two albums. Because it's very kind of that's sometimes kind of like lo-fi and bedroom poppy. I like the like lead sounding. I don't know if it's a xylophone or
0: maybe just a casio. Yeah, you know, I was I was like are these like I think it is a xylophone now that you say it. I was like it's yeah. fucking like bells or what what are we listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we keep saying lo-fi, uh, but which which the 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 sound is, but these are not simple songs. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and and we'll get that into that a little more with these other songs, but she layers. Yeah these songs so well like like that that part that you played like even though it sounds small Mm -hmm. in stature like it's busy yeah yeah in in a really good way i'm gonna replay the very 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 end of the song and maybe without headphones this isn't going to come through but because of this uh episode Uh i noticed something that i hadn't noticed before do you know what i'm talking about i don't think so Okay, I I need you to listen uh, okay, very I'll, closely. I
1: hold my ears.
0: <laughs> no. Let me go back. Ready and.
1: No. Are you
0: referring to just that, like, tone that happens at the very, very end there? So she says, and that's okay with me. Uh Uh-huh. Well, she sings that. Uh Uh-huh. And then she goes, fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. I did. I was listening to headphones, and that was the only way I heard it. Huh. And so don't feel bad, because when I first heard it, I was like, I I scrubbed back to make sure I heard what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I texted Shoegaze Girlfriend, and I was like, have you ever heard the fuck at the end of Car Crash? And she was like, no. And so then she listened to Uh it back uh and then was able to hear it. But it's um, almost um, imperceptible. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Just a little Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. A little Easter egg. (laughs) A little secret Fuck.
1: Little secret fuck. Ready to move on? Yes! To the next song. Yes. Do you like this dance? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The next song is Hurt is Boring.
0: often be hurt is boring ep from 2021 Uh huh. that's last year i almost said this year oh my gosh oh what is this is this episode a a rent check (laughs) oh
1: can't cash that check
0: oh i saw someone tweet something like celebrating the new year uh by writing the wrong date on my checks and i was like Like, (laughs) fuck you man these, like, 50-year-old jokes that have to come up every single every year. year. Every year. Every uh, year. You
1: probably know this, the the Paul F. Tompkins bit about Daylight Savings Time. Yeah. It's
0: <laughs> one hour twice a year.
1: What year is it? Do I have a great bushy beard?
0: I, I used to listen to that
1: first Paul F. Tompkins, like, stand-up album so fucking much. It's
0: great. Uh, is that a impersonal yeah 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 that's a good one yeah so okay let's listen uh, the our beautiful
1: loving audience of of one or two uh listened already to the intro of this song but i want to listen again and then we're going to talk about the 90s Can you just imagine?
0: you yeah, very hear, like like, like, like cranberries. Yeah, cranberries sure,
1: yeah. like hum like pumpkins.
0: Oh my god! I want mm. one of them to cover it. Cran- I would. I want to be covered in cranberries and pumpkins. <laughs> Cranberry hum pumpkins. Humpkins. <laughs> cranberries and pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, just yeah ab- absolutely. The effect on the
1: guitar and the the, the chords. I don't know if it's the, both or all or none but it I just want it to get like huge right there and not that not that I'm mad with what it actually is cuz it is bedroom pop but oh my god
0: yeah and in bedrooms you have to be quiet you might yeah, have roommates exactly you got sharing a wall you got someone in your
1: fourplex getting their their <laughs> grogu everywhere Mom's gotta invest in in Goo Gone. <laughs> Grow goobagon. What are you doing? Are you playing? No, you're not playing because I haven't taken my turn yet. Well, I'm trying to play. I invited Shige's girlfriend to a one on one match. Ooh. Do you need some do you need to shut off the camera for a while or
0: <laughs> you're trying to make the, the phrase one on one match sexual? <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, see, this is why men are evil. Mm-hmm.
1: Can I play a timestamp? God, yes.
0: <laughs> I need you to take some some ownership and you don't have to ask for permission. You're being there's this is not a dom sub relationship, Danny. <laughs>
1: Los Campesinos will have, at least on a couple of their albums, will have like little, just kind of short interlude type tracks. And that totally makes me think of that. Uh, Especially the third Los Campesinos album. Uh, Which which makes me happy. Love it. Warm feelings. Um, I also love how short this song is. It's just kind of like, there's not verse chorus, there's like a a verse and then a second part or one part and two parts and it just kind of gets bigger toward the end. And it's very cool. It's a good middle song. It's it's a good track three. Good job.
0: Thank you. So I, I felt like it was the only place for it. Yeah. What what did you just play? What t- was your starting 58 point? seconds? Boy howdy, that was my my first time stamp as well. Ooh. Um I don't know. Um Los Campesinos. I know. I'll give them to you someday. But the that little like beautiful weird like uh, theremin sounding thing or whatever mm-hmm, it is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. little just like a nice like weird Radiohead touch sure. or something. Mm-hmm. You know, she Johnny Greenwood pops over to the bedroom. Um, <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna score some uh, Denis Villeneuve uh, film. Is, that's not how you say his name. What is it? God, I no I'm idea. just trying to think of Canadian I uh, couldn't think of a Canadian film. is isn't David Lynch Canadian? Is he? I don't know. Oh no, I'm thinking of Cronenberg. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know about Cronenberg either. That makes Cronenberg more, somehow makes more sense though. Cronenberg is Canadian. Okay. okay. Um, for sure. Yeah. I, I was just thinking David's. I'm sorry. David Lynch is American. Uh, Missoula, Montana. Interesting. Oh. Um, and guess what? Today is his birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, David Lynch. But th- this is like, you know, about halfway into the song, she introduces this new sound. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it kind of keeps... What, what, what? How did you put it? The song like keeps... What did you say? Uh, you didn't say building or it keeps getting bigger, or getting it bigger. gets bigger toward the end, or I can't remember what I said. That was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> but um, she she is she she. I, I just want to keep saying layering. She just uh-huh. she she. These could be perfectly fine pop songs without it, but she's she puts in a lot of work to make them more interesting Mm -hmm. and and fuller, even though they stick to the overused phrases that we're overusing in this podcast, uh, (laughs) lo-fi and bedroom pop and blah, blah, Uh blah, 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 shoot me in the throat. (laughs) It's that stuff that is, I think, elevates it Mm -hmm. compared to the maybe similar stuff in the genre that I do not like nearly as much. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, That's my only timestamp for this one, though. Um, So if you've got another one, shoot me with it.
0: Shuge's girlfriend Uh said, tell him to finish the game and ask him if that's a boys-like girls shirt. Parentheses, I know it's not. Uh, Did you send her a picture of me?
2: What?
0: No, it's not a boys-like girls shirt. She knows that.
1: I don't know that I've ever heard that band.
0: I don't know that I have either. But they did some.
1: They did stuff with Taylor Swift, like music together. Ugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not like that. I don't think. Well, maybe I don't know. But uh, question
0: about that band. I never knew if that band name was "Boys Are Fond of Girls" or "Boys Similar to Girls." Hmm. I don't know. I will ask you guys, girlfriend. It's like it.
1: Alex is on fire or Alexis on fire. Well, apparently it is Alexis. I know, but still. It's fun to debate. It's not really a debate <laughs> if we know. <laughs> hey, what do you know? I got third place.
0: How'd you get third place? Cuz I'm bad at that game. You finished all your uh your routes this time. None of them were very long though. They weren't like uh, the, you know, the 20. I think I had a 116. Did you say you do not have any more? That's correct. Okay. I had one more at 128. Okay. Sorry. Again, just uh, instead of standing pat to an already catchy formula or c- catchy mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. Uh, the way she extends "boring and happiness" there, uh, I, I really like. And then again, uh, this song, I not lyrically. It's not that the lyrics like really caught me from the beginning of the song. They actually caught me from the end of the song, the very last line, which I will play here. Okay. Uh, It's partly what the line is, but it's how she delivers it that really freaking sells it for me. (laughs) Okay. The way she makes it sound just like a guitar string that had been plucked maybe a few seconds prior, um, I got to scrub back a little bit. I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Here we go.
2: I think that I like... One more than the
0: other. The first time I heard this song, Mm -hmm. it was kind of a song that, like, admittedly, like, didn't grab me because it doesn't have an obvious hook or an obvious course in it. Mm -hmm. But then at the end, I was like, all day, I'm like, why do I keep telling myself one more than the other <laughs> like i obviously i can't sing it like her but like just the way she delivers that line is so, oh god it gets so deep in my head yes 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 um and then how to keep going back to that song it's good good stuff i was
1: i was totally convinced by the uh guitar pluck of <laughs> the string for a second there so, you know, I'm, what do you mean? I'm a gullible little boy. When, when you started, when the first time you played the quote unquote timestamp and you said the way she makes her voice sound like a guitar string plucked a little late. Oh God. My dumb ass was convinced. I was like, Whoa, is that her voice?
0: So was just like a guitar. And at the end of car crash, when uh, you think she says, fuck <laughs> that, that's actually the guitar. What? Her guitar fucks. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on. Come on, be
1: cool, Dante.
0: 2021's hurt is boring EP. Oh, weird. Is this the uh like the most obviously catchy song? Um I think so.
1: I think uh, yeah. I think I think so. This one's tied th- This one is maybe my favorite song or the first song. But I think it's this one. This song is fucking great. Also reminds me of the Boris Yeltsin band that I mentioned earlier. Mhm. Uh, I love that it's kind of like it's got kind of a walk feel to it like almost like a bass walk feel. Mhm. And it's it's just so catchy and fun. And I've got
0: some I, I don't <laughs> I like this song. Boy, you, you some real Lossal vibes right there. <laughs> I need to be um bouncing. Yeah, and oh. then you were like <laughs> I don't know. It's very uh, timid, excited kid. Yeah. Um. Maybe this is like the bass walk thing you were talking about. But like, I'm a real sucker for any any riff that's kind of like stop and start. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And and obviously, this song is kind of revolves around that rhythm. Uh, Danny, what do you want to play first? Uh, at
1: 33 seconds, line delivery. It's great. I keep the day on way too
2: long, so even in the shower it won't come
1: off. I I really like the delivery of those lines. It's very subtle. It's not like punchy or anything like that, but it's it's very nice. I just want her to sing everything.
0: Oh, that's a really interesting new point. Uh, Do you want me to come up with like new things to
1: say? Like, it's not going to happen.
0: I'm just recording, so I have a free weekend. (laughs) Oh, we're doing anxious on Sunday, buddy. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. I haven't even listened to them. But I, I, I gotta agree with you. Um, I do think there's room for other singers to sing other songs. Uh, but I do like Heart it when pass. she sings her songs. Um, and that that's so long, even in the shower, it won't come off uh-huh, is uh-huh. like maybe there's a little uh, like Ben Gibbard in there where, Ooh, yeah, they're, yeah. they're really like. On paper, they don't look like super catchy or melodic lyrics, but the way they can like bend and shoehorn and pause or elongate, mm-hmm. uh, it really makes it work and it's very interesting. Agreed. So come on.
1: that has got some nineties energy too, but different nineties energy.
0: I don't know what, like, but I, but something, uh, I have not thought this through cause it just came to me in okay. the moment. Okay. Fellow Canadian pop wonders. Ooh. Len. Sure. Sure. I only know that one song, but, but yeah. Oh, the
1: best song in the world in, in existence. Yeah. That, uh, that they can sing as well.
0: We got we have two artists who can sing. <laughs> Fan club Wallet, mm-hmm. voice of this generation. Mm-hmm. Len, voice of every generation before. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Anyway, great chorus. It's good stuff. And again, when she says the word rude, yeah, there's some Canadian stank on that. <laughs> red, I don't red. I don't know. I'm, I'm not doing her justice. I'm not trying to insult. It's it's, it's brilliant. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, and I don't really truly think it's a Canadian thing. I just like saying Canadian. No. Um, Sh- should I not say something about maple syrup? It's it's like w- when we talk funny because we have – like we just drank milk, uh-huh. and so you get a little, little bit of that like milk voice, yeah. you yeah. know? They get maple syrup voice. <laughs> They're just – maple syrup chasers oh yeah syrup syrup I don't want to be I don't want to be a syrup sayer syrup mm, it's wrong say it say it how it's spelled yeah syrup okay syrup I was at CVS like a couple
1: of weeks ago buying uh-huh. buying some COVID tests and uh the there's two girls behind me like teenage girls behind me and the girl was like were, were you even allowed to do <laughs> the 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 one girl was like no it's Cyril it's Searle. Like, what What do you mean? You know, like like uh, Captain Crunch. It's Searle. You mean cereal? No, it's not cereal. It's Searle. <laughs> Where was she
0: from? I don't know. Uh, uh, Mars? <laughs> Ooh. So are you still trying to do that thing where you buy all the at-home COVID tests and you sell them for 10 times as much mm-hmm. online? No, I'm, bu- I'm buying them and putting them in a warehouse until they expire. Nobody should be forced to <laughs> take COVID tests.
1: Do you have any uh, timestamps before 2 minutes and 20 seconds?
0: I have two, and then I have, yeah, then we share the last Aww, one. Oh, share. No, that she's American, I believe. <laughs> I never really thought about it, though, where Cher is from, but I think she's American. I think so, too. All right. um, This is, I I think maybe you started to play this part, but at 109, Mm -hmm. again, this is where the song deepens. You get that double time hi-hat, and it just kind of takes on a whole new layer. They get, she gives you another lead there, a little lead mm-hmm, melody to mm-hmm. go along with that. And then this line at 136. Okay. Maybe it's like 133. Hmm. I learned every 28 days your skin falls off, Mm -hmm. written from a place of experience, uh, when she was bedridden, when her Crohn's disease, I think it's called maybe a flare-up, but she she was bedridden, and that's what that line is about. So my my first reaction to
1: to you telling me this is obviously believing you, because... I, I trust you. I'm your friend. And you're, you're my friend and, or the, but, but you've often, but you've often made up little stories about, uh, <laughs> about Claudia Sanchez watching uh, as the world turns and being a big fan of that. And that's why he has the line about the uh, world turning or whatever. Uh, and I believed you then I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. believe you now that, that yeah. she, she did, does have Crohn's diseases. That, this, that's a does have Crohn's
0: disease, right? It, it. I, you know, maybe they have it figured out in Canada because they have somewhat decent health care, but down here, it's all a fucking mystery. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I will swear I will swear on Ben that Ooh, um, I believe this to be true. That's, he, he definitely
1: believes it if he's swearing on Ben.
0: Yeah. And it, this whole song isn't like about that. Uh-huh. from from what I understand or about that time but that the lines of I went to bed and didn't get out for 10 months Uh and then the skin falling off is uh, apparently that's what that is uh, interesting inspired by yeah wow Danny hit us with the uh, the backup singers oh okay come on come on
1: Fun. So much. So much fun. I love the little lead thing that's happening there. I think it's a guitar, maybe. Well, there's a guitar and a keyboard thing because there's a thingy. And the like gang chanty vocals or whatever. Totally makes me think of Los. Don't say gang. Jesus. Gang vocals. My lord. Uh it reminds me of like early Los Campesinos. Is that so, is that the name of a gang? How do you know this? <laughs> I was in the, I was in
0: the, uh, oh, what did they call it? Uh, International Twee Core Underground, man. International Twee Core Underground, the ITCU. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, it was uh, great. I love this song. It's so much fun. I could listen to it forever, but you can't begin that eternal listening yet. Uh huh because we must move on to the Playlists finale. And what a finale it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I I did it to him again. I hit him with the cover. Yeah. This must be the place she released as a single in 2020. (laughs) cover of fellow canadian uh greats um oh wait hold on i fucked up a thing god damn it hold on (laughs) cut 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 okay okay so this is a cover of course of the talking heads Mm -hmm. uh hannah judge fan club wallet she is canadian Mm -hmm. david byrne talking heads he is also a musician that was the big thing I wanted to set up. What <laughs> is that? <laughs> it was good. It's good. It's worth it. <sighs> How did you feel that? Like when you saw this on the playlist, were you like cover? Just different song, same didn't, title?
1: Didn't yeah? Didn't occur to me. Didn't even occur to me that it would be a cover. Uh, recognize it almost immediately though. Sure. Um, so it's not often that a cover is better than the original version. I don't know if that's the case here, but it's, it's it's really fucking damn close because this is fucking amazing. David Byrne should not be allowed to sing his song anymore because she, the instrumentation is perfect and her, her voice just adds this whole new flair to the song. So, uh, Time to retire, David Byrne
0: two two singers can sing talking <laughs> head songs from now on uh-huh. one Hannah Judge yeah fan club wallet yeah, number two Kermit <laughs> and that is it <laughs> Why does Kermit get to sing? Have you never seen uh the Muppets do um Oh, my God. What is it fucking called? Uh, what song? It? And the days go by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What song is that? I don't know. Oh, my Lord. Hannah Judge is just screaming at her phone <laughs> right now. Um, She's screaming at her phone like, why the fuck would you let Kermit sing? I am the only she, singer. She's yelling at her phone. Uh, why are you playing this shitty podcast? <laughs> Once in a lifetime. Oh, <gasps> I don't think I have seen that. That's, what? that's cool. Do yourself. Yeah. The, like, uh, okay. there's a whole like video of it. Kermit's in like the big, the like, big suit. shoulders. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's, it's great.
1: Huh? Um, it's not as good as this cover of, of the talking head song though.
0: I'll, I'll agree with you there. Okay. Cause this uh, is, this, this is fucking great. The, the only thing I, I want to play is essentially the very beginning of the song Mm -hmm. because while very clearly this should remind me of the talking heads Mm -hmm. it reminds me of another band that we've actually covered on this here pod (sighs) (laughs) buzz in when you have an answer buzz gaius motherfucker fucking <laughs> l1011 oh sure it, sure yeah um which is a good thing in my book yeah it just opens with very l1011 vibes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i uh, i i love I mean obviously this is not her song but the you know her originals hover between 2 and 3 minutes this is a 5 minute song and it's kind of nice to live in a fan club wallet song that yeah. is a little it's a little longer it's a little spacier this has you mm-hmm. know an extended intro where her other songs typically kind of get to it a little quicker mm-hmm. yeah she it's 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 true to the original i guess it's not like oh this like crazy uh B- Boris with uh, <laughs> what's his dick like their weird take on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she definitely makes it her own. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Mersbo, Mersbo. What I'm thinking of? <laughs> God Somebody damn it! Leave something unplugged. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> is there like a? <coughs> is there? A, there's like a light fixture on, but there's no bulbs in or something. <laughs> like, what is that buzzing?
1: My main timestamps are going to be, uh, well, two out of two out of three timestamps are ain't bad. Yeah. About the vocal, the vocal delivery because it's so good. Like it it was great before, but it just like amped up to 10 on this song. So here's a, here's an example. I'm going to pause for a second there, but there's like an effect on her voice, just a little bit of like distortion or something on her voice throughout this song. Uh, and it's really fucking great. I love her delivery. It just, I don't, she, she's upstaging David Byrne, which is fucking great. And he's, hard wow. to she's really doing it. Uh, and then in the chorus part here, there's some bonus vocals, like in the background uh, that are like higher pitched and just it just adds so much f- flavor and layering to this it's like a it's like a seven layer dip well. say
2: goodnight. Say
1: goodnight. She's just adding so much like so much emphasis or so much. I don't, I keep, I keep wanting to say stank, but I don't want that to (laughs) come out of my mouth.
0: I'm sorry for saying stank earlier, but it was, (laughs) it was just uh, in terms of one word. Yeah. And I, I I, Canadian stank is not a bad phrase because she doesn't, at
1: least in these five songs, she doesn't do it often. It's, it's pretty subdued and then she'll go like to a higher register and it's, it's amazing. But here, like the whole time, there's just so much emphasis, and and Hannah, I'm sorry, but there's there's a wonderful stank on your voice, and it's great. <laughs> Boo! <boom,
0: laughs> <boom, laughs> hiss. Um, wonderful stank. <laughs> all right, <I'm> <laughs> oh, play, my Lord.
1: Play a little bit uh, more. I hear and- sirens right now coming <laughs> after you. This is what has been stuck in my head all week.
0: all week do, 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 do. <laughs> now are you talking about like the the main lead or like that little like flute the, or whatever it is little in the background flute
1: one that's like where where where
0: the, yeah doing the wiggle yeah yeah uh, the flautists wiggle as yeah, they call yeah. it <laughs> Flautist wiggle that's the, the flautist sure can wiggle the, that the flautist wiggle is nominated for an oscar for sure yeah <laughs> It's it's Olivia Coleman, (laughs) Joaquin Phoenix, uh, probably Um, Octavia Spencer in yet another supporting role that will earn our nomination. The floutest Wiggle? Ooh, boy. Um,
1: (laughs) My my first thought is um, uh, uh, Mr. Magnolia. What's his name? Paul Thomas Anderson? Yeah, P.T. Anderson, yes.
0: No, I don't. This is a smaller indie than what paul thomas is is up to this is uh boy but you know but i should i when i said that i should have had a better answer ready and i do <laughs> not i was gonna say like chloe zhao but sure sure, that, sure. I, th- yeah. that's too too hip right now <laughs> boy yeah oh i'm gonna be thinking about this for a long time who's, <laughs> who's directing the flatists wiggle You know what? You know what? It's going to be what? Uh, that's going to be Maggie Gyllenhaal's next feature.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. This weekend, uh, Shoe Gets girlfriend and I are, are going to watch The Lost Daughter, um, which I've heard great things I've, about. I heard it's very good. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, and idiot, her and uh, Olivia Coleman will uh, rejoin. There forces, you go. So there yeah, you okay. go. They've already got that bond, that relationship going.
1: She know that Olivia Coleman can wiggle.
2: Oh, oh, sing into my mouth.
1: I never knew he said, uh, oh, sing into my mouth. That's gross.
0: You say he, you just misgender? No,
1: I'm saying David Byrne wrote the song. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, I mean, he didn't perfect it, but, but yeah, sing, no, and-
0: sing into my mouth. That's gross. This is going to be like listen as we fumble through uh, made up movies, uh, calendars, and why David Burns sucks shit. For
1: for some reason the audio isn't coming through.
0: That's just as well.
1: (laughs) I I hope it recorded. I can hear you now, but all I heard was that's
0: just as well. Uh, just as well. Uh, good on you. Good on you. Uh, uh, good on you, Donnie. Um, well, I'll just, I'm not going to repeat it. I'll just let okay. you listen. Yeah, no, that's fine. See if it, I love it. See if it sticks. Uh, I thought you were mad at first though. I was like, Jesus, I didn't think <laughs> I said anything that bad. And just giving me this stone silent stare. I've
1: noticed that a couple times, but I was like, oh, maybe he wasn't saying anything. Maybe he, he just was like. Opening his mouth to prepare to say something, and he couldn't remember how to make words come out.
0: Just, just opening it, like really, yeah, just wetting it. Uh, that's my last stamp. Boom! Overall,
1: overall, Dante, this playlist was so much fun. I loved it. Impressions I want to listen to more. Uh, I can't wait. For, Final uh, a full thoughts. album, a, a full fan club wallet album and action would be great. I can't wait for that to happen. I'm gonna go. Fan club wallet
0: is great. Uh, what's you the know name? another thing that would be great is a uh, Flawn Cub Wallet. <laughs> It's a it's a little bear uh-huh. made of a uh, delicious Mexican dessert. Okay, okay. And the, this is the carrying case. Okay. Uh, it's
1: essentially Tupperware, I suppose. Yeah, sure. But it's it's like shaped exactly how it needs to
0: be. Well, it also needs air holes for because in in my mind this bear is alive. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, band is great. Hannah, I want to hear you sing everything. Uh, what do I want to do? 4.2. I don't know. 4.2. Jackie Robinson. Blazing Trails. Blazing Trails. You, you looking for another band to give me
0: right now? Oh, uh, shit. I do need to do that, though. Uh, hey? uh, boop, boop. Can I give you a hockey podcast? <laughs> uh, absolutely not um you know what hell um we're just gonna keep going i'm going to give you a band we've already talked about or at least was mentioned on this episode okay it's been on my mind for a while i'm excited now to listen to them more because if there's one thing i don't get to do anymore it's uh, listen to music uh for the purpose of just pure enjoyment sure sure yeah uh and i would like to do that more with this band danny before we get into our theme month, and maybe I have to give you another band after this one too, I don't no, know. No, no, you're, you're This good. is the last one, okay. Yeah. I am not going to be doing a little larceny. Okay. I'm going to be a big thief.
1: Oh, we did talk about them earlier, and you told me you might give them to me.
0: Yeah, well here, uh, the, the might turned into uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Sweet. Cool. I'm excited. Dante, this
1: band is great. Uh, Next week, everyone, we're talking about the band Anxious. And thanks for listening. And uh, bye bye
0: See ya. No, wait. I don't want to say see ya. That was too close to uh, how how Mike Mitchell signs off on uh, uh, the Doughboys. Uh, So Danny said bye. I am going to say...
1: <laughs> uh I'm gonna say we uh, are I
0: gotta go get grandma
1: <laughs> right now uh what no grandma hears about this talking about how we love your band love I said um, love
0: yeah jeez man
1: <laughs> well, Josh we want to have your babies. We'd retain our seed for you, Josh. (laughs) Dante's completely ignoring me, just playing his bass.